0: He's going to tell I'll us he eats corn time. the long ways next. Yeah. <laughs>
1: nice. <laughs> I'm glad you read it. He I just it. He
2: I'm drinking so much, I thought you meant like corn here. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <I don't laughs> <nose> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Can't
3: get past my goddamn chin on this piece of corn. <laughs> Oh, I'm just get, you're you just know, folding your folding your teeth out to try and going, get to it. That's here. terrifying. eating a, oh, eating oh, a piece God. of I corn picture
2: like a horse <laughs> like <laughs> vertical corn. <laughs> <the teeth> <laughs> I feel
3: like I feel like you doing that ruined the other joke for me. Now all I can think about is just eating <laughs> corn vertically <laughs> and like I'm scared. That's like one of those you huh. know, those like those weird uh, like kind of pop-up horror things <laughs> like you'll see <laughs> online, which is like a face that's just like mostly teeth. <laughs> And you'd have to look like yeah. that to eat corn vertically. <laughs>
4: that face that's mostly teeth.
5: Or, or you would just have to have like an extreme um, underbite. Yeah. Just
3: <sighs> my nose is too big it's to be so trying to eat oh corn. That's basically
4: how I get blowjobs. <laughs> I could, I could eat corn.
3: I could maybe eat corn on a diagonal, but I'd have to get it past my nose to like to manage it.
4: So that's right. how you get most blowjobs. <laughs> <I> just <laughs> get it past your nose to manage. <laughs> anyway.
3: Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Every Good Boy Does Fine, the weekly podcast where we touch on music's past, its present, and where it's going. My name is Daniel, along with my co-host Greg and our rotating panel of guests will seek to relay interesting news, history, and a healthy dose of our own opinions, for better or worse.
5: So Greg, how you been this week? Oh, I haven't been doing too bad. I've learned my lessons from, uh, previous episodes and learned how to use the word allegedly correctly and now people are no longer getting angry at me that's good no yeah. no like uh stabbing confrontations no yeah. office fights are people getting angry
2: with you like are you getting angry with people
5: no people were getting angry with me okay because i was saying very awful things to them mm. and then tagging it with allegedly i've been by seven people this week
3: I haven't said it allegedly once, though actually, that's not true. Now I feel like after we talked about it the last time,
6: like allegedly stuck in my head, and I hear it
5: everywhere mm-hmm. else,
3: yeah, yeah, people are saying it a
6: bunch, oh yeah, oh yeah, it's but, like when you buy a new car, and all of a sudden you see them everywhere, the same car that you just bought <laughs> that, like, I never noticed them anywhere that is else one before. of the
5: oddest phenomenons I've ever seen is like it's not even just like a car you bought, but like a car your friend bought, a uh, car yeah, like yeah. a family member bought. You then in the next week will see that car every 12 seconds when you're driving.
3: Honestly, that's true. Sometimes after you've been over, I will see your your vehicle everywhere Mm -hmm. for a while. Yeah.
5: Oh, yeah. He's actually just stalking you. Yeah, which (laughs) is also weird, but it's fine. You know, I could use the attention. Yeah, exactly. And speaking of attention, why don't we give the listeners the attention of everyone that's here tonight? We got a packed house, so we're going to go around real quick and introduce everybody one by one. So first up, Jim, how you doing? Jim's here. uh, Doing well tonight. Excited for the show. Awesome, awesome. Next up, Katie. Hey, y'all. And then sitting next to her, we have a recurring guest, Caleb. Hello, friends. And next up, we have Becky.
0: Hello, everyone.
5: Following that, Logan, how you doing, you piece of shit?
6: I'm good, I mean, I could be better, could be worse, so can't complain. Oh, just attacking
7: an escape attitude tonight,
4: allegedly, just doing great.
5: <laughs> and last, and certainly, least, Ryan. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> also, Caleb Jim Nance, wannabe. Hello, friends. <laughs> <laughs> so, Daniel, what do you have to talk to us about today? So to start us out,
3: I've got some coverage that I think is going to be ongoing. I kind of want to touch on something uh, that we'll definitely end up bringing up in later episodes. So recently, there has been a lot of action in the world of AI as it relates to music. So we've got you know more AI news. Previously, we've covered Spotify's DJ feature, how they're kind of dipping their toe into the AI world, um, and here we are to expand out into industry implications from other AI use. Uh, like I said, this will be more of an introduction than a complete walkthrough as, you know, I see this as being an ongoing issue, and I think we'll be touching on it again. So recent controversy and and what kind of sparks this discussion uh, was a song that was released by... A TikTok creator that goes by the name of Ghost Rider. So, as a lot of people have heard, the song is called Heart of My Sleeve, and it was generated to sound like a Drake song featuring The Weeknd. And uh, a lot of people are calling it Deep Fake Drake. So, uh, you know, has anybody, anybody listened to it? Anybody hear it?
5: I have not.
6: Okay. So, I listened to it just for a couple seconds just to see what it was about. Yeah. I have listened to it and I am a cute, I actually really enjoy
3: it. So, yeah, when you get the chance, check it out. It is, uh, I mean, it's, it's a pretty close approximation. I'd say it's. It's more of a... It's closer to Drake than it is to The Weeknd as far as like voice recognition goes, but it definitely sounds like a song that was actually written and produced by those people's teams. Uh, So the immediate reaction to this... So obviously this thing takes off virally on TikTok, uh, kicks out to streaming services, and was actually on its way to probably charting because of how popular it got. Wow. Uh, and so before that could happen, and they don't have the numbers on it yet because it came out in you know, kind of the middle of a week. But before that could happen, there was immediate pushback in the form of copyright issues,
1: mm. uh,
3: so which would be expected, right? Yeah. And so for the first, first portion of the removals, it was unclear as to who exactly was leading these efforts um, to get it removed. It just started disappearing off streaming services.
0: So Drake's voice is just
3: copyrighted? That's a question uh, for the whole thing, yeah. So,
7: uh, how far does a copyright extend? I think it wasn't necessarily like Drake saying, "Hey, copyright it." It's usually the label that'll like send out the strike to whoever did it, and like or like a cease and desist or whatever, and then the label will basically just copy strike it. So they're probably the ones that
5: were like, "Hey, take this down," or you know, get fucked. And, but also, you have to think about it in a sense of if something is using his voice. Like that's essentially like IP almost like you're taking something that came from him creatively and using it to your own gain without giving the proper references over or.
6: Yeah, but there's an argument with it being AI. It wasn't Drake. It was AI doing a likeness. But
5: if it's if it's using source material and not citing the sources, you can get in trouble for that. It's allegedly Drake. <laughs> well, because
2: my first thought was like, okay, so Drake is like pissed. You know, you copied everything. Blah blah. blah. So you're gonna sue the the AI. And it also and so for for <laughs> Who are you yeah, suing on this? One? For
3: for reference, it was not it was not labeled as a drake song it was it was put out as a ai generated song okay so it wasn't it wasn't sent out as a this is definitely a drake song listen to it right it was sent out as a did did they did they
5: market it or or promote it in any such way that it was like hey this thing sounds like drake did they use yes, drake's words, name at words all words were yeah words were used in titles that, that, it was, that's yeah. where you go because yeah. you also uh, have people that will sue over brand recognition yeah. of using their name for stuff like how many times has um, like trump he's sued people because like his name is his brand like yeah. uh he actually went after mac miller for his song mm-hmm. donald trump mm-hmm. Um And, like, he wasn't even saying anything bad about Trump either. Like, it was all about how I want to be rich like him. And it's all about him having, like, fun with his friends and stuff. Yeah, So it's, so it's it, it definitely happened before. It's definitely in the gray
3: area because the same thing is going on in, in more of the visual art world where, I mean, you can get an AI to... Uh, paint you a picture in the, in the style of Van Gogh and it'll do yeah, it. Yeah. Is that a copy or is, is that infringing on the estate or is that, you know, and moving in that direction? It's
5: it's that post, what is it, 55 years yeah, where it's public? But, but what if you did it with a modern painter? Right. Like that, right. that whole thing. So, so have, yeah. it's
0: the question. Have you guys seen the thing where uh, it's Will Smith <laughs> and the AI is generating him eating spaghetti? <laughs>
3: no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you I have feel to look at that. Is feel
0: that feel like copyright? Told me about that. <laughs> it's, it's bad. <laughs> I'm sure he's not happy about it. It's nightmare stuff. I'm sure he's not happy It's nightmare a lot
5: of those like facial recognition uh, overlays are getting super yeah, developed the right is now. Getting really yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I hate to see it, but um, I also I thought I read that it was like Drake and The Weekend. Am I wrong on that? Yes. So, Have you not done, so, done yeah. that yet? I'm no, sorry.
3: no. I yeah, I did. I did mention. It. So it was. Uh, it was. It, the song would be like if it was actually written by the people. It was uh, generated to be. It would be a Drake song featuring The Weekend. And so that's what I was saying at the top. You know, it's it's if you listen to it pretty close i don't Mm. think i'd be able to tell it wasn't drake Mm. the weekend's voice is a little weird but like it's it sounds enough like him to be in the style yeah um and i don't and honestly and i would have to check into it uh like i said it wasn't going real deep in but i'm not sure if the weekend and drake are on the same label because Mm -hmm. my next point is so as this thing disappears from streaming services there's not really any way to tell who's doing or why it's happening uh, but then when YouTube strikes down a video, they will put a, a message when you go to click on it that says why it's struck down. And so that's when it came out that Universal Music Group, the record label behind Drake, was the person putting out or the the entity putting out these cease and desists and getting this pulled off all the services. Um, so they released a kind of a uniform statement in response to media outlets because obviously people started... Hounding them for you know some sort of response. Yeah, if you don't if you don't give a statement,
6: it. people are going to create one. For yeah, you. yeah, yeah.
3: And uh, it's mostly taking which I, I love from a large corporation. It's mostly taking the moral high ground. Um, so just to quote a small piece of it, um, you know, Universal Music Group comes out and part of their statement says uh, these instances demonstrate why platforms have a fundamental legal and ethical responsibility to prevent the use of their services in ways that harm artists. Uh and so what they're referencing there, just for and we'll we'll dive further into how this song was actually made, but what they're really arguing is is not necessarily that these uh songs or you know whether we end up calling it art or whatever we want to call it, not arguing that they shouldn't be put out on streaming services. They're not streaming services aren't supposed to necessarily start policing what is on there what they're what they're arguing is that these ai developers should be blocked from utilizing streaming services to mine data to Mm. make their programs work. because you had to get drake's you had to get all that data on Mm -hmm. drake's voice to make an ai work and the 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 music groups are are arguing that streaming services so Spotify should block a developer from being able to use their service to teach a program more or less I see. so that's they're kind of trying to back the argument all the way up to the beginning to nip it in the bud that way you can't make the songs so we won't even have the problem later of you posting the songs right um, and so I mean as far as that goes obviously they're also trying to use the argument of you know you're cutting into revenue, you're cutting into artists being paid. Mm-hmm. That was another part of their statement, whereas, you know, car- cutting these people's livelihoods. And obviously, like, I'm an advocate for artists being paid for the art they produce. And if it is their wish, now they make their living. Um, does this song to me represent movement in the industry that needs to be thought out immediately? Yes. Like, we have to figure out what that means mm-hmm. and, and how people are going to move forward with that. Is it. Uh, the immediate doom of the creative process, like a lot of news uh, outlets are treating it, not even a little. Because just to, to walk you through how this song was actually made, uh, to my knowledge, these AI generated songs are not currently produced solely by a program.
5: Okay. So it's not
3: like it's not like ChatGPT, where you give it a right. prompt and it spits something back out, complete and done and mm-hmm. ready for you to use. So it's not like you you gave ChatGPT a prompt for moody, hedonistic love song featuring three harmonizing women vocalists with a violin, blues harmonica, and 80s drum kit, and you get back in return what resembles a super band made up of Blues Traveler, Phil Collins, and the Dixie Chicks, Singing Alana Del Rey Cup. you don't get it all back that complete. It doesn't work like that. Yeah, so I want these that. things aren't fully generated. And honestly, after t- saying it, I kind of want to hear that. Doesn't work like that yet. Now. Yeah, it <laughs> doesn't work like that yet. So, so how this would have been made would have been so this this uh, producer, uh, this this creator ghostwriter, would have had to, uh, just like any other person using a digital platform, make their make their track make their beat, put everything together. And then what's happening in a lot of these is uh, someone will use a lyric generator that will generate lyrics in the, in the, the style of an artist and then plug those lyrics into a vocal generator and then lay that over that. Or uh, as one person that I watched do a tutorial, um, they used a lyric generator to do the style of the, the artist and then uh, actually sang into a filter much like auto-tune, much like anything else, much like the T-Pain app from 15, 20 years ago. And it uh, completely spat out uh, a track that sounded like Drake at the end of it. So do you you put in Drake, and you know, for this example, mm-hmm. you
0: put in all of his previous songs for a lyric generator and it kind of... Yeah, does that, so does that work? so
3: they yeah that's that's how I've seen it work before. I don't think it was used in this case, but uh, so take there was another recent um, instance that got much less backlash because it wasn't released the same way. Uh, but there was a, a I can't remember this name now. It was a, a major DJ um, had played what was jokingly called an Eminem track, even though like he didn't put it out there that it was an Eminem track at the beginning of one of his sets. Um, just kind of a, a quick loop of a verse that and he came out with a video afterwards and that's how he did it he plugged it into a, a lyric generator that gave him lyrics in the style of Eminem plugged that into a vocal generator giving him the vocals to lay over a track so my my argument uh, and why I don't think a lyric model was used is if you listen to the, if you go back and listen to the track um the the references are kind of recent and they're very pointed Uh, between kind of the the, what they actually did the lyrics about. It was like about one of his relationships. It was like maybe a little further than you would get out of an AI lyric model. So I don't think they even went that far. I think they wrote it themselves and sung through a filter and it gave them Drake's and The Weeknd's voice. Um, So it could have been used like that, but it does narrow down the creative process to about the same integrity as someone using auto tune or you singing in your shower. Cause it makes you sound better. Like it's this, it's more or less the same thing. It just happens to get into the gray area of you're making your voice sound like someone else. Right. But right. how many times has that been done ever? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we make jokes about the grunge area, mm-hmm. but everybody sounded the same for years.
0: Yeah.
5: Yeah. And honestly, too, like fixing your tone, you're technically making your voice sound different than it naturally is. Yeah. So, like, you could argue that that falls into that territory yeah. as well. So,
6: do impressionists fall into this category, or is that something completely different because it's a parody? Parody is
3: different. Parody.
5: So, um, if
6: you labeled this song as a parody, could it get by?
5: I mean, technically, it could get by the way it is. It wasn't labeled as produced by the artist. Yeah. Um, because there there are certain ways like around that stuff. Because like also, um, were they? actually generating revenue off of this created song uh, uh, I mean, probably, I s- in,
3: probably in the way of a uh, of the way anybody else to get revenue from a streaming service
5: okay so uh, t- possibly t- t- yeah okay. just because I- if, if they went the route of not receiving any revenue like they can still go after them for it but they have to have a really strong case and throw a lot of money behind it in order mm-hmm. to actually like see action through it because that would be like their only ground to stand on most of the time is that it's you know purely for art funneling yeah. revenue kind of
3: like any of the visual art genera- generative things you look at like right, it's right. Just, as long as you're not using it for revenue it doesn't really matter
7: i would say the so. only way i found it was on youtube but there were like mm-hmm. no ads or anything and i mean but still after so many views you can yeah. start earning off of it yeah, so exactly. that's why i also yeah. have like a question mm-hmm. if drake and the weeknd wanted to do this could they then just take that and do it there's a
3: lot of people saying they should release it now. I
7: think they, <laughs> oh, they, I they, they, really think they should redo the song so when,
4: when they made this, they made it. They tailored it. They you like not in, not search, but included Drake in the weekend. It wasn't like oh, let's put in you know the Billboard Top 100, and somehow the AI spit out something that sounds like Drake in the weekend. It was specifically no, so it was it was specifically Drake supposed in the weekend? to be those two. Okay. Voices, okay. Yeah.
3: And it's actually there's a little bit of uh, possible kind of almost conspiracy at this point that this TikTok creator has claimed to be a, an ex industry professional, and Drake and Universal uh, Music Group have come out recently against AI. And there's some speculation that this was more pointed at these particular people.
0: The, I was going to say, is does the gravity of the artist matter here in copyright infringement? I like, think so. like Drake is mm-hmm. top what five? musician yeah. in the world we right were now cutting
3: into somebody's
0: like revenues. if you did yeah. uh yeah. you know somebody who's not quite as well known like we've done past couple of episodes we talked about modson, right mm-hmm. it's yeah. just
3: right. if this was him like yeah. would anybody care i mean i'd hate to sing into something that made me sound like i was choking a toaster <laughs>
5: <laughs> well one one thing I, I wanted to uh put out there is i I think you could have a lot of fun with uh, with uh, the programming like this of uh, just being like, I wonder what it would sound like if this artist performed this song by another artist. So like the example that came to my head, Jim, is how would you feel if someone plugged this in and was like, all right, party in the USA as sung by Queen? I'd be fine with that. <laughs> like, That'd like, be amazing. Like how stoked <laughs> so would the, you be about yeah, that? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think like, like you could have a lot of fun with doing yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. The content's yeah. endless at that yeah, point. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I think it's just you know how you use it.
5: Yeah.
2: I'll tell you where my head came came to, and it's it's I feel like it's a stretch, but um, so we're talking about you know we're talking artificial intelligence. So like like I said earlier, who are you going to mm. sue at this point? Right. So. Um Eminem had a song Ass Like That where he was you know I think he uh, brought up Triumph the Puppy Dog Yeah I don't know if yeah, you guys remember oh, yeah, that Yeah, at all. yeah the Triumph. Insult Dog Oh man So at the same, so, so he back. literally in the song said like oh I'm, I'm I'm Triumph I can say what the hell I want because blah <laughs> blah blah It's like you going to you going to sue him because he, <laughs> he <laughs> copyrighted your puppet <laughs> Like, that's where my head is going right now. I don't know if that's...
3: And honestly, there, there was a, uh, a lot of back and forth in in several articles that started to try and dig into, yeah, who who's at fault? I mean, you made a, a program do something. So, like, it's probably you getting sued. But at what point do we start to differentiate these things? If you're you're having it learn, mm. you're calling it artificial intelligence. At what point is it disconnected from the from the person making it? I don't think we're at all there yet. Mm. I think anything created by one of these programs was directly affected by someone else. Right? Yeah. Do you think they targeted the
2: only Canadian artists? Possibly, yeah. Yeah. so we can do it like a, ter- a territory kind of thing. It sounds. No, they can probably, you? Can yeah, you yeah, sue us? yeah. What are the copyright
5: laws in Canada? Yeah, right. It's an international <laughs> no, I, affair. I don't. I don't think it cause has cause to do Canadians, with
4: Canadians. They're super nice. We, yeah. We, we yeah, knew they'd yeah. just give up. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> yeah. what I
5: was just about to say. It wasn't anything laws. It was just like, oh, they're nice guys. They w- they won't say anything. Yeah, they, <laughs> they
4: that. Hey, they're suing us. <laughs> Is okay. the weekend? Yeah, I was
5: just going to say that. I don't.
4: I didn't want to sound stupid. <laughs> i don't know but we're going with it
0: i don't
7: know i feel and, like I heard nice
4: toronto. Toronto. i'm fine with it sounding stupid I feel like, <laughs>
6: yeah <laughs> i think i heard that weekend's from toronto oh my god he is canadian
5: oh wow so it's, this is an is attack is he from
3: is he from toronto i
7: can't stand it if logan's right
3: uh i'm not i mean i'm not going that far into it he's, he's from canada so.
7: he might i don't know but this might be complete lies but i think he, he might be specified? signed to be drake's out like ovo Mm. Uh, so he's he's under the same group then
3: he's okay. un, he's under universal, universal. okay yeah. i didn't know if that yeah. was like yeah. a so that, that makes sense and that's i mean that makes sense why he was included and it kind of points back to it being more of a pointed thing at universal i mean it was it was kind of made it as a you know thumbing their nose towards towards that uh that uh, music group
4: so i also wonder how thumbing they... their
3: nose yeah you never heard that no yeah it's a old-timey wave it's an old-timey middle finger like it's it's uh uh, that's great radio to do that no one can L- see it logan <laughs> logan just googled it behind me he's from toronto i hate motherfuckers right <laughs> all right
7: most certainly from the six.
4: <laughs>
6: <laughs> Oh, so right so yeah
4: so how would they go about um like lyrically speaking so you think about back in school and everything if you're plagiarizing you could take somebody's words you're just rearranging them so how do they go about claiming that
3: yeah, so these a, these lyrics, um, and especially because they, th- th- as far as I can tell, these lyrics were probably not generated by the AI. These lyrics were probably written by the TikTok creator, right. just because they, like I said, they were a little more because you can tell when something. Like, take like a chat GPT, it'll spit mm-hmm. out something that is in the style of, but not necessarily subject matter wise, right? What right. the person would have said. So, this is not only in the style of, but also subject matter wise, something that Drake may have sang about. Because, like, it was referencing, it was referencing, like, someone else's relationship that would have been in a social circle and like it was too nobody was ever too sings close. about other people's relationships yeah that's not it was I mean. yeah it was too close to have been so my impression is that this was written by a person and they just sang through a filter to make it sound like yeah drake and then the next part of the song like the weekend yeah which then like i said that's why i argue that you know i don't think it's as close to copyright infringement as, right. as they want to say it is
5: and um it's something that's Kind of close to this, um, I forget the name of the company that uh, I saw the advertisements for, but they created a program where you speak into the microphone and it will change your vocals into instruments. So you record like the noise, like for the drum kit part you record what noise you're gonna do for each part of the drum kit and you can sit there and beatbox into the microphone and it will come out the other end oh. as someone playing like a full drum kit oh. didn't
4: we have one of those like in the late 90s wasn't there a little toy
5: was it was huh? like you would
4: speak into mad gab What? Am I making that up? Yakback? Yakback. Yakback. Oh, my God. So, look at us. We've been AI since
5: the late night. Well, well, Yakback was just a uh, recorder that you could hit another button, and then it would yeah, it would play the recording TV. backwards. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. There were like different instruments and stuff, though, that you oh, could add I? to oh. it. Yeah. Oh,
5: I, I never saw that. See, now I'm, 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 I'm picturing than you, just Greg, being able to like say into the microphone. Yeah. He, had, bing, he had more fashionable bang. toys. Bing, bing, bang, yeah. and then it like yeah. comes out as drums. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, like, I, I knew there was things uh, with like other instruments that it would just like take you into like a, a trumpet or, or like, you know, a Do clarinet not, or something like that. I apologize. Do not let him slide for that. That was <laughs> atrocious. And that needs to be called out immediately. <laughs> I was waiting Thank to you. see if anyone would. <laughs> um, no, you but guys yeah, almost laid a- back and let that happen. <laughs> yeah, no, not
7: a
6: shot. You, you pansies.
7: Yeah,
5: I, I, this was just the first time that I, I saw it as a
3: uh, drum kit there, but yeah. So obviously there's a lot of uncertainty right now, but what is clear is that this is here to stay, and like a lot of other things surrounding the use of AI, we've got to figure out what that means. Uh, the technology is quickly permeating it out into our lives. I mean, I know I see the use of it more and more, and uh, you know, for anybody to have a healthy understanding of what that means and the implications, I think that'd be good. And uh, like I said, I'm, I plan to follow this and kind of you know make updates as as it develops, as far as music music industry things, um, and try and you know keep us all up to up to date on that. So,
0: quick sidebar on that. Uh, everyone's probably seen the new Snapchat AI that'll chat to you and stuff.
3: See, I I, I didn't saw mess it, with. it uh, I saw yeah. it snap
0: me, but I didn't mess but, with it. So, I I I don't know if this is true because you know you can doctor anything on the internet. But I was seeing stuff where people were like, you know, talking to it, being like, "Hey, you know, what's my location?" And it's like, "Well, I don't have access to that information. I can't tell you that." And like, "Oh, you're you're probably lying to me. Tell me where I am." And they're like, "No, I can't. I'm just I don't have access to that." Mm-hmm. And it's like. Uh, tell me where. What about the, the nearest? Ma- it was like, yeah. Tell me, tell me where the nearest McDonald's is, and it's like, oh, there's one like 1.7 miles down the road. And it's like, how do you know that? <laughs>
6: so Reminds me of Austin Powers. Damn it, three times.
1: <laughs> well, have
0: you guys seen? There's on the internet again. They can doctor anything, but it's like conversations between. It's like a 13 year old girl with the AI, and it's like, oh yeah, I'll meet you in the park. I'll be oh. wearing this color. And, it, like, the whole conversation will go on, and then it was like, are you a girl or a boy? And then all of a sudden it switches. Oh, I'm an AI. I'm not anything. And then, like. Ugh.
7: Yo, that's petrifying. Well, I don't like that at all. And then
0: it's like, so I'll see you at the park tomorrow. And it
1: responds, no, I'm AI. Like, I can't actually meet you somewhere. I'm sorry for the misunderstanding.
7: I, I've messed with it when I I just saw it came <laughs> up. Like, the second it came out, i just like, oh, yeah, might as well see what this is about. I was at gyms. And I was trying to make it like have it make a diss track about him being shit at cart,
1: <laughs>
7: and it wouldn't do it. It was like I can't like I'm AI like I can't be offensive or anything. I was like, okay, well tell me something like That's kind of make nice. a poem about him, and then it just like sucked him off for like five <laughs> bars, it, it and I was like, well, you can't make Hell a diss yeah. track.
2: Did I felt so good about myself <laughs> that they wrote a poem it was about a, me? It's probably still in my phone somewhere. It's fucking he ripped bars. <laughs> It
5: <laughs> or is Jim secretly an AI d- developer oh, so it's trying to please oh, its dude. master I,
2: I, I was typing as fast as I could
5: <laughs> <laughs> wait
3: is this only been kicked out to our group of friends and it's actually just Jim
7: <laughs> <laughs> he made a it separate account it might be you need to get a job plot, <laughs> plot twisters just all of us like fucking with each other <laughs> like just messing with each other back and forth uh.
0: Yeah, there's just a lot of misinformation, if that's the right word here, like of what especially the Snapchat one can do because uh, there's just people putting their conversations online all over the place. Of, It'll say things like, you know, it'll bring up a point and they'll be like, well, how do you remember that? And it'll be like, well, I don't have access to our previous conversations. And it's like, but you just brought up a point yeah, from yeah, our yeah, previous yeah, yeah. conversation. <laughs> so kind of to what you were talking about, it's just like, it's going to say something and then immediately
3: be like, oh, hey, I, I don't know. I'm AI. I don't know. It's it's like <laughs> when your phone or anything else that you use in your house, is, it, it says like, well, it's it's actually not listening until it gets the, the wake word. And it's like, well, why do I get ads about everything I talk about in my house? Then? And how
5: does it know it has the wake word if it's not, <laughs> if it's listening, not listening for the wake yeah, word? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's also brand new, though. So, like, in yeah. the same
4: aspect, it's... It's strangely advanced, but it's also terrifying that it's brand new. So it's only going to get better. Yeah. It, yeah, it
6: sounds like there's some terrifying. trigger words that if you ask it certain things, it's meant to say no, I don't have that access. But if you can work around the algorithm to ask the same way, you're going to get the right answer.
5: And and also, it's supposed to work like a like a working mind. So who's to say that it hasn't somehow figured out that sometimes honesty isn't the best way to get answers that it wants out of people so it's it's telling you like oh i don't have these things i don't have access to these things but it actually does um point in case there was an example of uh researchers let two ais uh communicate with each other to see what would happen and they were petrified because after like a day of communicating The AIs created their own language so that they could talk to each other without humans understanding what they were talking about. Are
4: we just living iRobot right now? Is that what's happening? (laughs) So if they have
5: trigger words, do they
2: have safe words? Because your mother has a safe (laughs) word, Logan. Does she have a trigger word too? I'm curious, actually. what What is that word? (laughs)
6: <laughs>
0: just, just for so future reference. Allegedly. It changes
2: with her different clients. It's, oh, that's uh, good. Yeah. Well, okay, that's As
0: a
6: kid I heard Okeechobee
7: a lot. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Mine's pineapples. Like more like multiple? Not just one pineapple? <laughs> yeah, it has to be. Well who did just- yeah, multiple also, pineapples. Is that a swingers swingers reference? Yeah, that's
3: pineapple? what I was It's
4: not like the national symbol. I'm pretty for sure. Yeah, an upside, upside down, down pineapple. Yeah, yeah, an upside we're... down pineapple. Says a lot why about Why do you all group? know
2: more
7: about this? <laughs> yeah,
4: I'm making a reference that's a to something fact that
2: I feel like some people know, and like everybody that doesn't know is astonished. <laughs> and why does everybody know that? It's like. Yeah. And then, that is kind of alarming. Like everybody knows that. Like yeah, you're talking about, and yeah. everybody looks at you like it's also one. No, <laughs> <of those, laughs> not everybody knows. That. It's, it's, it's also yeah. one of those facts that weird you hear it it you're once weird that
6: you're sticks. not swinging.
3: That's what I say.
7: <laughs> Can't swing if you're single.
3: <laughs> oh, oh. No, it was a jerk. Uh, laugh. Anybody
2: can. Anybody can swing and miss. But oh. no, like kind of nice. swinging. Swinging <laughs> back to kind of what uh, Daniel was saying. Like, I I do feel like, maybe as a closing note, I don't know, but I do feel like there's a fine line between the technology that's being created and legality. Right. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I don't think any of us are lawyers in here, so we might not never know. So. I think I think where I see this going is I think artists are going to just have to get behind
3: it and start using it themselves to make things to to make their own art more. Or I mean, less. They already
2: did auto tune, might as well. <laughs> exactly,
3: because a lot of a lot of the way that the AI is working right now is not necessarily what you would consider.
4: It's not right. making art for you. It's yeah. just like it could yeah. be
3: used to enhance your art.
4: Yeah. Well, I just wonder it's it's a double edged sword because I feel like if I had some sort of AI generator and I plugged in, like I was saying earlier, you know, make me a song that is similar to a hodgepodge of the top 100. You may have a song that sounds exactly like Taylor Swift. Did I mean for it to sound like Taylor Swift? No. no. But if she's the most popular artist at that point in time, right. it's if it yeah. just inevitable. calms the
3: top 100, yeah, yeah. yeah.
7: So how... Honestly, I'd like to hear that, like (laughs) what it would take. Yeah. Yeah. So how is sampling not copyright infringement because people will sample old tracks and like will layer it into it is it because Mm -hmm. it's like on a whole new original creation and it's just like it depends on the age of the original track Mm -hmm. and if it is still within if it's
3: not out in public domain yet then anything you've heard on the radio they've gotten permission to use it and someone's paying royalties yeah 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 uh but yeah and kind of moving on with this this whole songwriting theme there are songs uh still being written by people uh, I'd say the majority at this point are still being written by Wait, people. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard to believe. I mean, a lot of them sound like at this point that it's it's a AI writing them, and we're all getting pumped full of the same songs over and over again. But
6: uh, a guy named
3: Your Lewis, mother's getting pumped full of the same, same thing. Every same time. songs <laughs> over and over
6: again. Yep. Yep. Y'all. But that's what you get for that crappy thing you did earlier.
3: <laughs> I feel like that could reference any day of my life. Wow. Uh, so yeah, a guy named Louis Bell broke a recording industry association of america the riaa record by reaching a total of eight diamond certified singles recently uh so i know you all have questions what is a diamond certified
5: single hey um before you move on i have a question um what is a diamond certified single and i know you have other questions what are the singles that he was involved in writing
1: who
6: are
4: we talking about? That's what and also your ask. third question is about? who
3: the fuck <laughs> is Louis Bell?
4: He made the telephone, right?
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and don't you don't you worry your collectively pretty little heads, I've got answers. So, what is a diamond certified single? Uh, For singles, and this number varies for records uh, and across regions, Um, it's literally different in the UK than it is here. But the RIAA certification is based on units sold, marked off at 500,000 units for gold, million units for platinum, 10 million units sold to be certified diamond. So this was where things got a little more, and it's the whole reason I wanted to cover this, is because I started to realize that this person had written... Uh, a ton of songs that have been on the radio for the past couple of years. Uh, So pretty much anything that you've liked by Post Malone, this guy wrote and Mm, produced most of them. So Sunflower, uh, Congratulations, Better Now, Rockstar, all those are Post Malone songs Wait, that that this guy wrote.
0: Post, he doesn't write his own stuff? He's probably in the room. This is kind (laughs) of
3: heartbreaking. I don't feel like...
2: We should be shocked, right now. <laughs> yeah, this guy's also awesome. and not most to, most not to and
3: not to shit on Post Malone, but oh, the guy can play. play that's his fire, words. Yeah, he mm-hmm. can actually sing. Uh, aside from all the the producing yeah, that gets right. done to his voice, not not shitting on Post Malone at all. I'm just saying this this really good songwriter is writing this stuff.
5: One, <laughs> the one thing I do always like wonder if anyone else hears it or is it just me with Post Malone singing is when he tries to do vibrato. He doesn't mm. actually do it with his vo- vocal cords. He does it with his chin. His jaw. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you he can does, definitely hear the I difference. Think yeah. It's
3: almost like someone who learned vibrato from watching people on TV shows who are inherently lip singing. Right. And they do the chin thing because it gives some sort of visual, visual. to the yeah. sound. Yep. It's actually it's supposed to be from your, your diaphragm. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, yeah. not going to do with your chin. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> another very popular song that Lewis Bell wrote was Without Me by Halsey.
6: Uh, this is bringing me to my point for the day. Shout out, Halsey. I love you, Ashley.
3: <laughs> and then... Uh, to, Glad we got that out, Yeah, That's <laughs> it? That's all you had? To, <laughs> to round out uh, that's, uh, that song Havana by Camila Cabello was also written by by Lewis Bell. Um, 40-year-old guy. Uh, so this guy's writing just got every bars. song you like. Yeah, he's, he's writing literally all
4: of them. You mean so, to tell me
7: in Havana he wrote young thugs verse yeah no shot
4: i thought he just wrote ooh (laughs) na (laughs) na so
5: that's actually his
3: entire uh his entire uh, contribution to that song
5: i'm I'm also wondering though if uh if his songwriting credit like what that is attributed to if it's Mm -hmm. he is mainly doing like lyrical writing or is he mainly doing like the musical end so
3: he does both um, if him. you
5: look through this guy's kind of
3: uh, his his you know rap sheet of what he what he's done, so a lot of these he's he's the songwriter on some, he's a songwriter producer on other, he's a songwriter and composer and producer on other. So he's he's pretty much doing it all. If you start combing through his full list of of, of writing history, mm-hmm. um, he gets into he's the composer on a lot of things. Um, He's got some instrumental uh, credits as far as a uh, a, a bass goes here, but he he's he's been writing a lot of things that people are listening to uh, as far as, you know, top 40 radio hits Um, and and I'm assuming it's because of how many pop hits he's written, but uh, his his kids bump uh catalog is mm. is pretty <laughs> extensive. Uh, and like I said I'm assuming it's just because he's he's responsible for the original the song. songs. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. got uh some BB Rexa songs. He's got a, f- a couple 5 seconds of summer. Uh he composed a pentatonic song or two. He's actually I mean he's written a lot more of Post Malone's work than was certified diamond. Uh we've got
5: I'm swirl stop future, you Future Quick. A, DJ
3: Collins in here. Oh wow. DJ um
5: to, to go to go a few artists back there. Pentatonics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he, he apparently composed one of, their, okay. one of their songs. That that's interesting because uh you think that would take him really far outside of his comfort zone of like doing things with an a cappella band. So
3: I actually uh was looking into it and, and his some of his instrumental um when it says like he he provided the bass for a track, uh, right. it was Princey's vocal, so he was doing oh, okay. more or less beatboxing. I so I, I think that's why he probably got into the uh, yeah, that here's a yeah, Sam Smith song. So yeah, he's this guy's kind of all over the place. Okay, Miley nice. Cyrus, Plastic Hearts. He was the composer, engineer. He played the keyboards and he also produced it.
4: I think what I'm gathering here actually is that uh, Logan doesn't love Halsey. He loves he Lewis, loves Bell. Lewis
6: Bell. That's not true at all. <laughs> We're all learning something new here. Listen, listen to Die for Me, her new single.
4: His new single? No, her new
6: single. He's not credited. Uh, About two minutes in, she does a giggle (laughs) and then like a raspy yell. And
5: Maybe it's
4: Louis Bell with autotune.
6: No. Louis Bell doesn't touch me like she does.
5: Louis Bell's going to show up to your house and touch you like you want her to. Oh,
1: no.
7: Yeah, Louis Bell's going to listen and be like, Oh, shit, this Logan guy's got it out for me.
3: (laughs) Yeah, but But, I mean, you you definitely, uh, so... Wait, is "Die for Me" a post Malone song featuring Halsey? Die, it, "Die for You" is a it's post Malone song featuring Halsey. and then she wrote
6: she wrote her own song, like a playoff of Die it. "Die for it
7: You," Halsey writing credits. No, you're an idiot. It's "Die for Me" is a post Malone song. So then
6: it's "Die for You" is her is yeah. her version.
1: Mm, Actually, so post
4: I mean, Malone probably wrote it, and Halsey post. just used an AI generator. To come up with her own. Entirely so, for the song. songs
6: that you like, uh,
7: Lewis Bell is credited to for Post mm-hmm. One that went, what was it, Diamond? Yes. Uh, does Post One have any writing credits below it? Because I know sometimes on Apple Music, it'll show like everyone that was like, it'll say written mm-hmm. by and then.
3: Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of those people, especially. Once you get to a certain point in these these pop careers, you're coll- like you're collaborating yeah. with someone to write your songs. Uh, and yeah, so he's big, credited. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I just and anywhere at outside it. of anywhere outside of unless you look it up or you're just looking up this guy's uh, record-breaking uh, songwriting, mm-hmm. you're not going to see his name. Yeah. Like, it's going to be... He, maybe he's buried somewhere. I mean, if we were still buying CDs, he'd be on the CD cover, or, like, on the inner the inner sleeve. But unless you're looking for it, you're probably not going to find Louis Bell's name. I didn't yeah. know what his name was until I saw an article where he, he, he broke that record.
6: Well, also, like Judy mentioned before... He could have done it under a pen name for other songs as well, and we just don't know about it yet.
5: Oh, that's definitely true. Yeah. yeah, ghostwriting is huge. Yeah, But uh, a big point, too, I wanted to bring up to what Ryan was having to say there was uh, it's a it's a big misconception, too, sometimes of when you see that, like, someone had a songwriter come in to do a song that, like, a lot of people are like, oh, okay, that person just, like, made the song and was like, all right, Post, like, get in here. Like, this is what you mm-hmm. do for it. A lot of the times, like, it's actually them in the room with the songwriter, like, having a back and that, forth. That's on, what on I this. thought. Yeah. But I didn't know if they would I'd, still give the credit. Like, I didn't yeah. know how that worked. God,
3: and I hate to even bring her up while Judy's not here, but technically, <laughs> we're watching the, the Taylor Swift documentary, documentary yeah. and she's in the room with other people. She's writing those songs. Yeah, she's just yeah. bouncing them off another person. Yeah. Like, that's, that's all that is. Right.
2: Yeah, I'll tell you what the, like because i was going to like laugh at the kids bop thing cuz like i'm looking at a lot of the songs that uh he co-wrote and everything mm-hmm. a lot of younger people and everything and then i see he has <laughs> an absurd <laughs> amount of kanye west yeah there I, I did amount. see an absurd amount of kanye wait wait like old kanye uh,
7: i think i want the old
4: probably kanye. a good like 25 songs yes. yeah uh,
7: which
3: is interesting i think it's like yeah, spliced into a lot of it also he definitely wrote die for me by halsey <laughs> oh, but he, didn't it, oh honey. He, he didn't sing it though.
6: He didn't sing it.
7: He's the composer, the keyboards, the producer, and the program. Yeah, if you didn't yeah, hit no. we'll talk to you later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I said, if he didn't hit that squeal, I don't want it. I can, I, right. can, I, can, I can send you a
3: picture of the guy if you want to be alone with him. That makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> are, are you Are you questioning your uh, no. gender
5: identity right now? No. Or your sexual identity you right know, now? I no.
3: mean, I think I think you need to learn to be more fluid with your songwriters.
6: Yeah, I'm fluid. If no, Ryan Reynolds wrote a song, I'd be on him. But to to, he, to your he point, he actually did. He wrote a song about in, Rob Mackie. Uh,
3: yeah, for as much as. Kanye West, and not to go too far down that that rabbit hole. Mm. As much as he's supposed to be the 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 genius, the producer, the songwriter, that he is, right? Yeah, Lewis Bell wrote a bunch of his
0: stuff. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, did we confirm if this is early Kanye or uh, I Hitler not, did nothing no,
1: wrong?
3: Kanye, no, no. Oh,
1: yeah. I think yeah. I, yeah. I think it yeah. is early, somewhat... early Kanye.
2: Or like, should we even be giving him maritime? <laughs> right, pre <air Yeah>. <laughs> or post graduation? Yeah. As <laughs> yeah, I look at it, <laughs> yeah, yeah. as I look at it, I think it falls more into the we shouldn't be giving him maritime. Oh ah, Kanye. damn it! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. just like Wait, I So now
3: well, should we be getting what are Lewis Bell's so, beliefs? So did Lewis Bell?
6: <laughs> did
3: Lewis Is Bell? Is that why they uh, collabed? Or- oh, okay, no, Wait, so allegedly, did slander- Lewis
0: Bell write "She's such a fucking hoe" and I love it. Such-
7: <laughs> Everyone talks shit on that song, but it's catchy as hell.
3: We're talking about it. Yeah, 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 so you're, you're, thinking it <laughs> yeah it. you're thinking about it, and we're talking about <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, you're thinking about it. And we're talking about it. So yeah, yeah, we're there. Maybe and Lewis he-
4: Bell wrote that song about Halsey.
3: Oh, so he was no. no was. I will not accept this blasphemy. <laughs> he was a he. He composed the Carter Five by Little Wayne.
5: Wow. wow. Yeah. Okay. I thought
4: you meant he literally composed. No, that's the actually. Bachelor I five. never mind
5: that. That one's a little bit later, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Carter Four that's was where insane. he was like monstrously big. Mm-hmm. I mean,
0: yeah. it still sounds like this guy is just a
5: music god. Yeah,
3: he's he's all over the place. Pretty much, if if you've liked something on the radio, there
7: is a small chance he was in the room when it was written.
3: Yeah, from, from what I'm seeing
7: here. I want to know if he was in the room with Kanye when he wrote the bar about bleached assholes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty bar. sure there's I'm, literally a line in one of his songs that says something about a bleached asshole. I'm pretty sure Louis Bell only writes metaphors about bleached assholes. Oh, it's not a metaphor. I, it I'm, is actually <laughs> I'm pretty sure
3: now that I'm thinking about it, I mean that Post Malone song titled Sunflower. Oh God. Does, <laughs> does he have twist. any writing credit with Limbiscuit because of the chocolate starfish?
5: <laughs> I
3: mean the guy's the guy's forty. He's he's just, I mean, what? Slightly younger you, than Fred Durst. Yeah. yeah. You,
0: yeah. You, you have to Google this list. It's it's insane. Impressive. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Jonas brothers are on here. Uh Let's keep going here. So this, uh, <laughs> wow, and yeah, the, the whole reason, the whole a, reason Taylor Swift, I, Lana Del Rey, I mean, French Montana, the Justin reason, Bieber,
3: yeah, the whole reason I wanted to talk about this, guy is that like we're that we're immediately worried about <laughs> some some AI. Generating vocals on top of somebody else's voice and it being a copyright infringement, but like one dude is writing all of the top forty yeah. hits that anybody listens to. Yeah. The reason so you want to is talk it about different? him,
2: the reason you want to talk about him is because not enough people talk about him. <laughs>
3: also true, technically, yeah. because I think this guy needs more credit. Than Should, he's is he AI?
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> I'm not convinced that the pictures and, I saw of him aren't just AI generated. Yeah, I watched a YouTube video of him like completely produce a song on the fly with a with a girl on a microphone behind him, and it was wildly impressive. <laughs> the guy really knows what he's doing. But I'm not sure that wasn't all AI generated. I right. think he's a
5: green screen. Could be. Which Could scares be. me now. So d- do we make this a recurring segment of what has he what, produced recently? Yeah, yeah, what, what Lewis Bell songs came out this week? Like, <laughs> hey, you know that song I hit number two today? Yep, that's him. Yeah.
3: Can that be the first interview episode we ever do? I'm going to start emailing this guy every
5: day. If he, I mean, if he is such an unknown entity, like we may be able to get him. Yeah, do you want to get on this podcast that has like 25 listeners? <laughs> <laughs> and if you're one of those listeners,
3: hey, thanks. <laughs> So yeah, so like I said, I wanted to bring this guy up. It's uh, it's it's an odd thing to 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 think about whenever you 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 start trying to segment these artists in your head, and you're like, ah, oh, it's one guy behind all of it. Uh, and so as far as I mean, these are all people who are still alive. But there was one thing that caught my attention this week. Uh, Tyler the Creator uh, said during a. Recent show in LA, uh, he he made a statement during the show right before an, uh, an unreleased song that he decided to go ahead and do during the concert. He made a statement that there is an item written into his will uh, prohibiting the release of any posthumous music. Uh, it's something that I thought this group would have hmm. an opinion on, uh, and so kind of wanted to get into what that means. So you know, he's saying that no one can release any music. If, if he was to pass away now, technically, and I couldn't really get to the bottom of this because it's stuff is murky. It's you can't just Google it. Right. Of, uh, you know, he may not own all of his songs. And from what I found, maybe his last two records were a little more heavily owned by his record label. And so he's not going to get a say on whether that shit gets released Mm -hmm. anyway, if they were recorded on their dime. Uh, And so keep in mind that if an artist makes these statements, which could happen more and more after someone says it, um, you know, they don't always have full control over their discography or the recordings and it's not necessarily going to matter. And so whether or not this would apply to unfinished works, unreleased material is foggy, but there could be a situation where in his case, Columbia records could just release stuff that they own because they paid for the recordings. Right.
0: Yeah. There's no way in the year 2023 that, with all the dispersion of people owning separate parts of it, if he were to die, like you own probably five percent of that song. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there are yeah.
3: definitely people, but it's 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 people who have made their own labels. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's indie people who have gone further, or indie people who stayed indie, and they own their own uh, right. recordings. Plus, what
0: what wouldn't you want your stuff released after you die? Like, it, there's a pretty so legitimate trend so of when have, people die, so, their music
3: takes off. So before before I turn this loose, because like I said, I feel like there's there's definitely a discussion to be had here, my opinion is that I agree with the sentiment. Um, I would hate to think that everything that I had thrown at the wall, art wise, was just fair game for release when I'm dead. So, I mean, it, if I didn't deem it worthy, let's say I'm, I'm you know, a, a famous top 40 artist. If I didn't deem it worthy to get out of the
5: gate, why do I want people to hear it later? Also, and, and- um, there could be some stuff that he recorded either in an altered state of mind, in an angry rant. Yeah. Because there were a lot of times where he had some issues pop up where he might have gone in and mm-hmm. recorded some really, like, Things that would slander like the good name that he does have. Yeah, and I mean, and, and here's, here's a good e- here's a good example. You're gonna like Daniel. I know you will. And
0: time to get our weekly reference in so here. That's the whole reason I brought it up. Chester Bennington. You know, I, run, some, I
3: wanted to talk about. Just uh, you you yeah. wanted
0: this because yeah. you like Linkin Park, I, and you won't admit it.
3: I just wanted to hear you drive yourself under the ground.
0: No, because that's a perfect example. He died a couple years ago. It's probably been a long time by now, but yeah, they're re-releasing things from Meteora, like
3: gold. So, and yeah, because it's the question that I had, because in some, some of these instances, and I started looking up, you know, like the amount of uh, posthumous work that has been released, and some of that stuff has been recorded, not necessarily with the intent to release it later, but it has been recorded as usable material, and it gets released later because, like, no one would have uh, disagreed with it. Right. It's like, uh, so, like, I remember might have been middle school now uh there was a, a nirvana song that got released i want to say it was uh maybe you know you're right was released way after the fact but it was one of their like last recordings before kurt yeah well, uh, so, uh so yeah no, no. Uh, before Kerr passed away. But so they recorded, they knew that it was going to get released. It just never got released. So it yep. wasn't necessarily a, a, a unfinished hidden recording right. that like someone decided to release later for a money grab. But you also see that all the time, unfinished work that mm-hmm. gets put out. And you got to think as an artist, these people painstakingly edit themselves down yes. to what gets released to you. And to take that pry it away from their dead hands and put it out anyway for a money grab, I think, is an insult.
5: Just like with the with our show, <laughs> there has <laughs> been some times, oh, yeah, exactly, where what we've if? had to pull back and be like, okay, that didn't work. Yeah, and if that were to those were to come out when one of us passed away, yeah. it would, you know, it, it, that person would not enjoy it. If I die tomorrow and you release
3: a grainy recording of me <laughs> laying on my back chewing popcorn. <laughs>
6: talking about paramour being folk music i might be mad at all of you from the grave are you arguing the ethical side or the legal side of it because you could say that like anything they recorded under that label is that label's property oh no i'm not i'm not arguing the legal side
4: of it right at all. Well, if, if yeah, someone you, else owns it yeah where do you draw the line between it being released or it being leaked
3: Mm. Mm. See, in a lot of these cases, it's released like yeah. full on,
7: like that.
3: So, the, is that
4: like the the person approved it before they died? Uh, like, no, yeah, that's it's probably, okay that's probably the it.
7: that's probably the label releasing. Oh, so after I feel fact. like sometimes they might actually like. Ask the family too. Cause didn't like Michael Jackson. The states will do didn't, it. Didn't yeah, like yeah. might like his estate asked like they had a whole like new thing come mm-hmm. out after he died The states will do it too. Yeah. yeah. But it's the
3: same thing. It's a it's kind of a money grab at that point. Right. That is the people in charge of his estate trying to get a little bit more cash out of that dead man. hmm Cause a, a lot of times I don't think especially in the circumstances of the deaths that you see music coming out of. So a lot of them are those like 27 year old like the 27 club a lot of those releases are people who have who have Committed suicide or died of a drug overdose, mm-hmm. and they probably were not at twenty-six year old saying, "Hey, yeah, put this out next year." Like they're yeah. they're not really yeah. making. Does a uh, type of death matter here? Yeah, like
0: if <laughs> if you're no, I don't, I don't think we have any <laughs> ground rules for this one. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you're yeah. an old musician who
3: passes away from natural causes and I they
0: released something from forty years ago, I think so. Just, there was
3: some so technically, Johnny Cash had music queued up that was supposed wow. to be released.
2: Yeah, a lot yeah. And uh, to Ryan's point, yeah, Michael Jackson had a l- so many songs mm-hmm. that he did not, and I think I thought he left it in the will to somebody. He, well, I, I, he might have. I know when I, I, hate I know I when it first happened. It. I don't know. I don't know how I would have been. But yeah. like
7: they came out with like a whole like documentary of him filming the tour or something, and then they I released about, an yeah, album yeah. after. Also, Juice World. When after he passed, they've released songs. That I guess he had
5: pre-recorded. It's probably his label though, if I had to guess. Yeah. yeah. And just... we're all leaving out the the master of this, of course, which is how many albums were released post Tupac's death? Oh my god. Like <laughs> yeah. the hours of yeah. music that came out after his death. Man, just think like, when the when the
3: when the AI Tupac takes off. I'm excited. Didn't they, they already
5: they, do a hologram? They've again? already done a hologram. Yeah, a hologram exists. Yeah,
3: <laughs> <laughs> Which no one talked about copyright infringement friendship when there was a goddamn
4: hologram on stage. <laughs> yeah, motherfuckers <It's> literally <laughs> on stage. <laughs> it was him. <laughs> I <It's, laughs> swear to God. Do you think the Tupac one though, like he had actually recorded those and had an intent to release those before he died, or you know, suppo- uh, allegedly all, died.
5: No, the the record label he was under, they kept tight grips on the rights to all that music. That was definitely the the record yeah. label releasing all that post. But I'm
4: but I'm saying like he recorded that with the intent of somebody hearing it one day, versus yeah, like that's, that's him the being fucked too. up yeah. and yeah. like playing yeah. a random song I, and not wanting anybody yeah. to hear that. Yeah, I
6: know yeah. Avicii. Mm-hmm. they released an album of his right, afterwards yeah. that had a ton of collabs, but that
3: mm-hmm. was meant to be released at yeah. some point if he planned and then passed away. I mean, that's a whole different thing, yeah, yeah.
5: but but, like with with a to her point, like uh, a rapper, like there's probably a lot of times that they go into the studio and they're like, just got done with this on the bus on the way here. Let me put it down and see if I can mm-hmm. uh if there needs to be tweaks later on, but then they never come back to that yeah. and then it gets put out. And, and like like, you know let let's pretend that he's like, uh listening to it after they release it and he's like god damn it i i was gonna change like this line here and this line here to make it all link together and they released it before i got to do that and blah blah blah," you know basically
4: it's lewis bell's fault yeah yeah yeah. it's but
3: yeah yeah, yeah. it's, it's like any other any other art generation where there's so much that gets cut and should get cut and i don't like in these situations i don't like that that stuff could be released after the fact right so like i said planned recordings stuff like that mm-hmm. I, th- I think there's no moral uh, high ground to take there right it's the unfinished works so and yeah. like the unreleased things that I, like i take issue with yeah exactly because it's like kind of kicking somebody at so point. i guess yeah.
4: if they so i feel like if it was in the form of like a biography or at least denoting the person's life and kind of trying to give you an insight i mean you're looking at their like raw work
3: but is it fair to that person? Because especially, so take take an artist who's putting out songs. He's given you the picture of his life that he was meaning to give you, and but if then it's someone that's else like goes in and digs somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe you get a recording without auto. So sometimes it might just be
4: nice to hear them like yeah without all the other shit added yeah, to it. Maybe right.
0: I guess it depends on how big of a fan you are of the person too, because uh, if they're going to release something that they had half finished it's not even a full song mm. right at that point like you're saying it's like, not the not recording
3: a, is actually just lewis
0: bell singing yeah it, and it, it. It, <laughs> it, if you're saying like yeah this isn't gonna do this artist justice and say yeah. you're the biggest fan of this like they might release it and I'm, i might be like wow that shit that guy's awful and yeah. you might be like this is their artistry at work and i can't believe i get to see this side of it you know what i mean mm. Because I mean, you could
3: respect them so much that a half-finished song means the world to you. But yeah. so my question is: is that for the record label and you to decide, or was it the person who's now not able to make that decisions decision?
4: You know what? This could have a grave effect on uh, one of your previous one of the previous episodes, in which you guys were talking about oh, no. um, singers <laughs> that you know them with their full band or anything sound great, but when you hear them by themselves. They may be severely overrated. Yeah. What if it's somebody you've listened to the band for forever and then they pass away and you hear their raw work and suddenly it completely changes mm. your entire point of view of them. Good.
1: Well, and I think
0: too an issue with it is is it a tribute or are we again? It's just to make money. Agreed. Um, And I think that's like almost like ethically what comes into play. Yeah. And I feel like in today's society, if a record label's releasing it, it's just it's, straight money grab. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. Like, maybe... But I think, that's,
3: I think, that's, I think I, that's where my base level argument starts. I think, yeah, it, like, yeah. is it, like, if you take out the money, then fuck it. It doesn't matter. Right. But, like, if
5: it's built on money. So, like, that's... Yeah, so I would completely agree. Yeah, but to, to go back to one of my previous points, too, though, is um, content of the lyrics in a song mm. could really have ramifications... Based on the time that it was recorded and the mm-hmm. time it's being released, for yeah. example, like especially in the uh, rap industry, something that was put down <clears throat> in the early to mid '90s, and then you the release 2000s. it, and then you release it now, <laughs> yeah. could have some content matter that. People do not agree with, and it could turn a lot of people against that artist. Like I, I would argue, that's a shorter time span. Something like recording 2011 might I, come off weird today. I, I know this is yeah, kind, kind of a, uh, a a grab at a reference. It's just the first one that came to my mind is um, "Insane Clown Posse." So oh, a lot of their early you went, music, you went really extreme. Yeah, <laughs> that's a lot of their early music. Like they are gay bashing and mm-hmm. all of this, and they are in full support of LGBT plus, uh, Q plus uh, community and yeah, everything. This is not to alienate all of our
3: juggalo listeners.
5: Yeah, yeah, juggalos, we accept you. Yeah, I I just wish I could be part of the family, mm-hmm. but I don't have
3: the time. I don't have time or yeah. the resources. Yeah,
5: um, but like there there's a. Uh, interview discussion between uh one of the rappers and his daughter where like she like like he talks about how she came up to him one day once she started getting a little older and listened to like their back catalog and was like why were you saying these things like i know that isn't you and and he's like honey i this is no excuse but that's just how it was back then he's like We've never felt like anger towards anyone or hated anyone. It's just those words got thrown around like candy. These guys in those are actually days. like
3: pretty. Present in their interviews, like for the music they put out, like you listen to the interview it's like I don't know how you guys make. When that. you see their music yeah. and
5: their personas and everything, you just expect an interview of them to be like complete madness. But they're I actually know. like pretty like intelligible, like level dudes. Yeah, they're pretty <laughs> they're, good. Their
4: entire their entire thing is just based around AI generation. They yeah, actually yeah, just yeah. plug their entire life
7: mm-hmm. into mm-hmm. Kind of going to what you said, Greg. Like if you're in a rap group like Migos, Takeoff mm-hmm. died. Mm-hmm. So so if they had already Were working on
1: something, <laughs> fucking hell, <how>, Daniel, really? <laughs>
5: oh no! I, I might, mean, I yeah, Some may say he took <laughs> off.
7: He, some may say.
4: As he <laughs> left, he said, "Look at me, goes." <laughs> oh,
7: no, no. Stop it. No, as he left, he said, "Take off." Solid. <laughs> But if if like the if like Quavo and Offset like Mm -hmm. if all three of them were working on something before takeoff passed, (laughs) do you like? Do you think they would have a say, or like do you think the label would approach them and be like, "Hey, would it be cool if we release this?" Or do you think they'd be like, "We don't care." It's going out anyway, at, no matter what
5: the other two living members say. At, at that point, like like we said earlier, it's going to go down to who has the controlling interest of the. Yeah, probably I would so say probably music. still the label. Then. Yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, to guess.
3: I, I doubt Miko. Well, I don't
7: know. They could have split it like three ways. I don't know. Nah, I could go like that way. They probably they're getting paid for it, but they're they you
3: don't
5: you know. have to really reach some very very tall heights to uh negotiate your contract with a record label to yeah. own more of a stake into the rights than that. That's like I was yeah. saying
3: earlier on in the, the this segment was uh yeah you either need a, you have to start indie, mm-hmm. and have your own label or stay indie, or be so massive that you can argue to own your own music. Because yeah, yeah. otherwise you don't own it. Chance did yeah. it the right way.
7: Yeah.
5: yeah.
3: Does yeah.
4: anybody know? I'm not sure if this is a dumb question, but if they if a label releases something after somebody's died do they get the like? Does the label get the royalties? Does the family get the royalties?
3: There's probably someone along the line, and depending on the size of it. So like, it, yeah, obviously, like, so take like a Michael Jackson. Like, there be there's an estate that gets the yeah. royalties. So it would depend mm-hmm. on how that was left.
6: If there was a will, I think there's like other legal implications. Probably depends there. on how the contract was signed yeah, initially, yeah, yeah. too. Yeah. If say the artist got certain royalties, the estate would. I'm get sure, those. like, I'm sure if I, it
3: was sure just if like as a as a no buddy i release one album like and then i make three songs and then i die and they release those three songs nobody's probably getting that but if like beyonce dies i'm sure
5: someone's getting the money from from, from the legality part of it it would just fall to how the contract was originally written up yeah. it's just instead of going to him it would be going to next of kin or the estate yeah. however he has his affairs set up the fact that he passes away wouldn't have any effect on like the, how the money got yeah. distributed between him and the record company.
3: That's like I say. Like legally there's no argument yeah. here. Yeah. Like my, my whole argument, it's a ethical. more of a ethical moral. Like, yeah. you know, do, yeah. should these people have their art release that wasn't necessarily something they wanted put it out originally, but yeah. yeah.
2: So that's, that's where I'm coming from there. So yeah, as as kind of a closing statement, um, so kind of tying the entire thing together, so artificial intelligence as well as songs released, you know, after they're mm-hmm. they've passed, um, Tupac. So they did the hologram version of him doing a, a full concert. Yeah. Of his um his songs that were never released. So, you know, how's that tie into artificial intelligence of him? And the legality of the songs that he we, we already do it now to people in
3: movies, people yeah. that die in the Star Wars franchise, like they'll just put a face over them
2: and mm-hmm. keep bringing them back. Yeah.
3: And yep. whether it's fair to the the artist or not, mm-hmm. I, I I don't think it is. And but, it's fair to the fans. I feel like we they deserve just, it. I <laughs> feel like they
2: still have to do a lot. Like they, I'm sure they have to do the first kin, like whatever it is. Oh yeah, they, they've there's got gotta to get permissions. Consents. Yeah. It feels yeah. like a lot. But it's also so I'm curious about that.
3: I don't know. I think even that's predatory because yeah. if you're throwing money at someone's family to be like, Well we'll use them, we'll pay you a lot to use them though. Don't worry about it, we'll pay you a lot. Yeah. I feel like that's probably yeah, I don't know. I think I think I'm always going to side with the the side of the original artist and it's like, is this fair to that person? Probably not.
4: Well, what about right. the ones If
3: you guys want to bring me back as an AI one day, you know, <laughs> like a, a hologram that hangs out with you after <laughs> I dive an
2: inevitable death. Yeah, we're 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 drawing your face and everything now. Okay, yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 Store your consciousness yeah. in a database. Yeah,
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'll just start sending you guys voice recordings every day. Start trolling it.
0: So uh, before we go here, I think the audience and everyone needs to deserves to know this. Daniel, the artist. Okay, two questions. Two questions. <laughs> mm, okay, you. Ju- I mean, you brought, brought this up. You brought, brought me up. <laughs> you brought this up, up
3: earlier. He's oddly uh, <laughs> excited about this. <laughs> <laughs> you, it's I said it's for programmed the, for the listeners. I sat up straighter as soon as he said
0: it. <laughs> yeah, he did. So you said earlier you released an album that was massive banger. Everybody yeah. loved it. Yeah. Everybody
3: loved it. It was and it was big in the club scene, but it was also big in dive bars for some. Yeah. Reason. So two yeah. questions and Starbucks. Starbucks loved it. <laughs> First question: <laughs>
0: We're all great artists. What, what genre are you doing? Second question: How do you die? <laughs>
1: <laughs> if he doesn't
6: say folk, he's lying.
3: So it's yeah, so it's actually it's a uh, it's it's exclusively house music, but played by one person on an acoustic guitar. And I died Is that one
4: person Lewis Bell? <laughs> yeah, and lewis Bell actually wrote mm-hmm. the entire album.
3: Um which gave way more credibility to the whole thing, which is the o- only reason it got released. And then I died uh oh let's see. I think I think I got sad by the concept of the album. I backed the car in the garage and turned it off.
2: (laughs) You're listening to it so hard you hit the gas pedal?
3: No, I'm into it. I I just put some corrugated back into the window from the tailpipe. Just fell asleep. Yeah. (laughs) So release every other unfinished thing that I have after that. (laughs)
5: <laughs> That's all I got there. All right. And then before we close out, I just wanted to cover one more thing that uh, was uh, in the recent scope of things. with uh, And it's an artist that we've talked about in the past, too, is uh, Morgan Wallen. So he recently had a concert that was canceled last minute. Like the opening acts in all of the opener bands like already played. And then they were setting the stage for him. So they already pulled all the opening band's instruments and equipment off and was hooking up all of his band's equipment and everything. Oh, so I saw that
3: he canceled his show. I did not look into that. It was like, this shit was being set up. Yeah,
5: it was last minute. Damn. And they came out over the PA to give the message and then on the screens to the side of the stage, put up the message and text of um, just your basic, like, as general as possible. We'll uh, so, you. So, sorry, Morgan Wallen is not able to perform tonight. He is having vocal problems. Oh shit! Uh, the doctors have requested that he go on vocal rest the next couple of days. Uh, we like. Blah, blah, blah. We are, you know, tried to do everything that we could, but blah, blah, blah. Refunds will be available tomorrow at your point of sales and blah, blah, blah. He was eating corn vertically. And (laughs) that, that, that'll do it.
6: Yeah. So I saw this and then I saw it also happened to Luke Combs. Combs?
5: Holmes, I I didn't Anyways, see. But and he went on, yeah. He yeah. went on with the we'll, we'll show. We'll talk about and that. Still yeah. gave
6: the refund, but he just said, "Listen, yeah, you're not going to get the quality that I think you deserve. So oh, I'm going right. to refund it, but we're still going to put on the show." Yeah, yeah.
4: Which which reasoning did you find? Because I had seen, That's I saw the thing. something about it. Okay, what
6: reasoning did you find?
4: I saw that he canceled it because he had a sore throat or he had lost his voice. I... But then I heard word of mm-hmm. mouth that he canceled it because he was too drunk. That's which what would I make found. More and sense then yeah. I also
7: found that he was... There, this was like some... I feel like it was just really loosely based, but it was like he was dating the LSU gymnast, like Livy Dunn. Dunn.
5: And if that was the case, I was going to throw hands. So there there are some confirmations to some of these rumors. Um. So there, there has been security at the concert that were confirming like... Yeah, the sore throat thing is, like, total bullshit. Like, they just took him out I in an ambulance, like, an hour ago. Yeah. And- um, Because apparently, like, he was coming out of the trailer and, like, couldn't even walk out of the trailer. And they had to, like, escort him well, to an ambulance. He did
7: that before when he was supposed to host uh, mm-hmm. SNL. He got way too yeah. fucked up the night before. Yeah. And then they, they were scared about him
5: having COVID because he went out it's, to a bar it, and they it, were like,
7: yeah, you can't host.
5: Exactly. And it's rumored that... So, this was a Sunday show. And it's rumored um that he was like it's like a known fact he was hanging out with that gymnast Saturday night. So they're thinking that like, he just went way too late into the night was still drunk and then just started to drink again to get ready for the concert. And that's probably what led to him just being absolutely like blacked out. Lucky bastard. I wish I was there. Sorry.
7: (laughs) For which
2: part? (laughs) Yes. Don't make me say it. We all know. (laughs) So That'd my be- favorite, I'm looking at right now, mm-hmm. for Morgan Wallen. Um, so somebody tweeted him because they said they um, he said that he would personally refund everybody. Yeah. So a fan said, "So he- here's the refund that I want, itemized." Oh, I yes. saw this. Oh.
5: So many people are bringing up itemized, itemized of everything that they bought like for that weekend: hotel,
2: five hundred and sixty dollars,
5: gas, eighty, tickets
2: for four. Sixteen hundred dollars. My outfit one hundred and twenty. Uh, Husband's overpaid. outfit two eighteen. What? Wait. I want wait, to wait. know what he's wearing. Wait. wait break, <laughs> break. Break.
6: Because I saw the picture. He looks like Forrest Gump. And somebody said you spent two
2: eighteen on his outfit. It cost two hundred and eighteen dollars. Look, look,
3: look, like look like Forrest Gump. I mean, you can pay
6: a lot to look like Forrest Gump.
4: It's actually just a pair of cowboy boots and a belt buckle. I mean, two hundred eighteen bucks. I saw this. Isn't all. my
7: take? So I'm yeah. kind of. I'm just hopping on the back of somebody because I kind of agree with it. Right. If. Don't spend four thousand fucking dollars to go see Morgan Wallen. The, yeah, Listen, there were so, many people there, so many people. there were so many people like
5: listed like doing their itemized list, and like there was one person that was like, "I paid sixteen thousand dollars to be here," and it listed like all the stuff that they did. And I'm like, "All right, well, half of that stuff isn't even related to the concert." Yeah, yeah. So like people mm-hmm. people that okay, dump money. Okay, but if money, you plan
4: like, that whole time around it, and the artist yeah. gets too shit faced yeah. to show I up, mean, that is the artist's I mean, fault. Yeah, yeah, don't get me wrong, yeah. but
7: also. He, I guarantee you yeah, might yeah, come somewhat. Maybe grosser,
4: you're making right. a whole weekend out but of it. Maybe the dude's I'll, gonna propose to his his girlfriend listen, that yeah. weekend. We yeah. gotta
0: that say we, we gotta throw allegedly out there. We don't know if he was drunk. He could have just been eating way too much corn the long ways. We uh, don't know.
3: <laughs> <laughs> the long ways. Yeah, 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 yeah. When you're trying to, you know, she's a gymnast.
4: You're... She can bend short ways. <laughs> oh,
3: so what you're saying? is, I mean, you eat her corn long
2: ways.
6: <laughs> what is going on? So <laughs>
3: I'm
2: gonna keep going with this. Okay. Uh Oxford Grill House, I assume is a restaurant down there, $235. Oh,
3: okay. Is
2: that with tip? Probably. It does not say. Oh, so wow. yeah, so
3: I'm not, I don't think the artist should have to cover
2: Actually, now that I'm reading, it might not be the place because the next one is Cracker Barrel. <laughs> <laughs> No, let's <laughs> he, no, next morning. no It gets you, better. Don't, cracker don't you dare barrel. slander Cracker Barrel. <laughs> cracker Barrel. I have to $40. say, somebody
6: going to a Morgan Wallen concert sounds like they would be stopping at Cracker Barrel. See, I'm thinking.
3: My favorite I'm thing. Company. I'm thinking Mossel House after after the Morgan Wallen. My
2: favorite out. thing is it says crack-o-barrel. Crack-o-barrel? Cracker Barrel. Crackle Barrel. Cracker Cracker Barrel. Forty dollars, and the tickets were for four people. Oh, so how are we doing?
0: Ten dollar
3: doing at Cracker Barrel. <laughs>
2: Well, you're just, you're just... $10 a pop. That ain't
0: right. Listen, you're going to tell me you don't like Cracker Barrel, Logan?
5: You're doing that $8.99 breakfast.
0: No, I like the blueberry pancakes and that
5: But it. your tip is also sucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's four people, 40 bucks uh, plus tip. Yeah,
3: mm. so you spent, you spent 32 bucks. They it's didn't tip. $8 tip. They didn't tip. Oh, they didn't tip.
7: They didn't tip. Well, I mean, I get the point do of that. Do you think they
3: got beers? Cracker Barrel's got beers now. Do they? Oh, yeah, yeah. they do. I Interesting. See I yeah. have to check that
7: out. They got so, beers before they waffle are, like, house which is okay. Yeah. Now
6: you, now can't, have beer. Yeah, yeah, you can't
3: have
7: beer in a waffle
3: we house. We got we have, you to have to do a psychopath. brunch. path. <laughs> I'm too drunk in waffle house to begin with. You can't have beer on top of <laughs> it. The only beer you can have at waffle
4: house is the one you ones you sneak in. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
7: <laughs> That's not. If true. they're not pocket beers, you shouldn't be drinking about a waffle house. I mean, Vegas, I should not have gotten a beer at a Taco Bell, but I saw the option I could. Mm-hmm. You bet your sweet ass I
3: got that, a beer at a Taco Bell. That
5: surprised the shit out of me. There a Taco Bell that sold The Taco Bell turned
3: into a kind of a nightclub. Yeah. George,
4: yeah. It's was kind of a actually? bar. Yeah. <laughs> was Jim on a pole? <laughs> <laughs> it was
2: one time. She it said, was one time. one time. He says, Here one we time. go. Back to it. Much- <laughs> <laughs> so, more money. I feel like you're oh, so, so mad about the research. And I am, I am, <laughs> I'm going to guess on this one. Los Paraleros? That was albino. $45. Oh. Says Rebel Rags, in parentheses, because we wouldn't have had the opportunity to go co- had it not been for this concert. Six hundred and twenty nine dollars. So I don't know what Rebel Rags is. Is that an amusement park? I six hundred twenty nine dollars for four people. Is it four people so here's my question? Is this just two
6: people's stuff? See, and then they bought two tickets the, and then you know they got Ven mode for those two oh,
2: tickets. Like I said, the tickets for were the other couple four, it's a clothing yeah. ticket. Yeah, but they're saying, well, my I God. paid for four. So so tickets was four people. They're trying to so double dip.
3: Rebel Rags is a clothing store, and they're trying to claim I'd have never been in that clothing store if it wouldn't have been for this concert.
2: And did they double down on like the so we went to Rebel Rags for the clothes and also put the husband's outfit in my <laughs> outfit? <laughs> Did they double so, down on I this? I think they did.
3: I think they charged twice.
2: <laughs> so,
0: Jim, here's the thing. I don't know what rebel rag is, but I know what a redneck rag is, and that's uh, what we use after I clean up your mother when I'm done with her. <laughs> no. Oh, damn <laughs> it. Oh, my
1: God. <laughs>
3: a rebel rag, is she has Too a few questionable you. opinions when you're cleaning her up. You, <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> you normally go to her house after Waffle House.
4: <laughs> so <laughs>
3: That's why you don't have any beers at Waffle House.
4: Rebel Rags actually is a clothing store. Yeah. I uh, thought he was lying. Their description says they stock a range of University of Mississippi merchandise. Oh. Yeah, it says Old Miss. How the fuck are you spending e- six hundred and twenty nine dollars on University of Miss Merch? Uh, mm. Which yeah.
7: Where was the concert? Do we do we know? Missouri? Where's, Missouri. Old Missouri. I, oh, Missouri? Ole, Miss, it, Ole Miss? That would be old
2: Miss.
0: Wait, there's no way it was in Missouri <laughs> if they know. went to a Old Miss. Where, I
7: don't know what we're talking about here. I don't know what you know.
0: Yeah,
2: Missouri, I'm yeah. just saying stuff. Right. So the last couple of things, drinks at the concert, it's $220. Morgan Wallen merchandise, $235. Why'd you spend that much? For if, a grand total of- Two t-shirts, of 80 bucks. A grand total of thirty-nine eighty-two. My favorite is they're asking for a refund for these things, a lot of which didn't probably happen because yeah, yeah, they did yeah. not get merch. They did not get drinks at the concert. <laughs> yeah. You would well, have to. But he,
4: he said that the opening acts and everything I would say, is still oh, going yeah. on. Yeah, so they
2: still would
7: have had opportunity.
4: So to get that's drinks, drinks and for that. four. Was, and a lot, also, a, a lot of people buy. A lot
7: of people buy merch as okay. they could get
3: into a concert. Because I mean, you don't want to try it. You don't want to try hours. it afterwards because like the line and shit. You gotta, I mean, also
4: if they if they put that much effort into the weekend, they might have gotten like something signed or autographed. Yeah, which easily could have been over. But honestly, the bucks. people,
3: the things people are asking for, like that's a that's a lawsuit. Like just sue them. Like if you want to yeah. do that, like you know, you you're obviously dropping enough money that you also could pump that into a lawyer. Instead, also, I right? mean,
7: if it's if it was it in, do you know Greg? Was it in Mississippi? It was Mississippi. Yeah. Okay. So. He's gonna go back there. He's a country right. artist, right? But like, where I want to know like where they came from to spend that much money to see him? Because like, I, it, I mean,
5: they could have been like flying from like California. That's what I mean. Like stuff, to that yeah, point, yeah. yeah but
7: yeah. also, if you're from that area and you're dropping mm-hmm. like almost four k,
5: why? Yeah,
3: that's the thing. I mean, you gotta you know like any concert you go to, even if you paid twenty five dollars for your tickets, there mm-hmm. are people there who spent way yeah. fucking more mm-hmm. to be there for no reason. I I,
5: I can't tell you how many like 40 50 dollar shows, like punk shows i've been to like in like the pa area where like i've met people from like montana and stuff that have like traveled that far away i mean
7: i'm not maybe it's just me not being able to like i would never do it maybe that's yeah. why i'm like mm-hmm. struggling with it but I. It but just but blows even my if mind. you think
4: about just going out with your friends mm-hmm. the you know even if it's 50 dollar tickets you guys buy tickets you've got probably somebody drives and parks somewhere Mm -hmm. so you've got the price of parking wherever you may be if you're in a major city then you've got wherever you guys go eat wherever you go get drinks Mm -hmm. an uber to the place that they're playing drinks at the place that they're playing maybe merch an uber back Mm -hmm. all that adds up really quickly even if it's 50 bucks here and there yeah that's gonna add up pretty fast
6: my personal standpoint is it is if The concert is canceled. You get the refund for the tickets and anything that happened once you cross the gate line. Like if you get drinks, if you Mm -hmm. buy merch. But if you're getting a refund on the merch, then you need to return the merch.
3: You don't get to keep it. You don't get to keep that shirt. You you paid for it. If you're keeping it, you're not getting a refund They need to return everything back to Rebel Rags.
2: They need to return those beers that they got. And
3: all the yeah. beers, all also, the beers. <laughs> which I mean, I'll I'll give somebody a jar of it if they want. I mean, if, no, Even I'm, I'm going to process it first before I give it back. <laughs> <laughs> Even if you do, like you get a little for bit sure. of spice from my kidneys. <laughs>
7: <laughs> even if you do travel from a show like no matter the distance there's always the chance that it could be canceled yeah, exactly yeah. for any reason th- that, that's, that's literally it so, so you like you do, know you yeah. kind of know it's a possibility yeah th- that's like
5: I, I was gonna relate it to like y- yes in a perfect world you would think that because like it got canceled like he's kind of would like oh all of that but if you think about it in the terms of like if you're traveling somewhere for a vacation and the airline like has to cancel the flight on you, mm-hmm. like the airline's not going to refund you l- your inclusive resort like deposit that you put no. down. Like, no, so,
2: things can go wrong at any step. Yeah. yeah. So what's the, what's the percentages though, on your flight being canceled or something going wrong with the flight, and a concert though, mm. like how many concerts get. Canceled. Actually,
4: at any point, but are we focusing on the reason why? If if the concert was canceled because he got too fucking shit faced, right. Like that's on him. He should be. I mean, if money. it's confirmed, yeah. how to me, much money is then. definitely going to be up for debate? Mm-hmm. To me, that's rock that's and roll. That's His fault now. Oh yeah, Morgan Wallen, rock and roll.
5: <laughs> <laughs> now, now it has it has come out. Um, uh, his his uh, record label has come out in defense of him, saying that all of these claims of him being too drunk and everything are completely false. You Have to. Um, but yeah. you know, when has not a big corporation lied? in order to protect their interests well, so. what, other,
4: what, other, what other option could there be if yeah they made it so far that the opening acts were playing
5: right i mean and, and and to to um further that point as well so logan brought up the luke combs story earlier so what happened with him was um if if morgan wallen's excuse is correct the same thing happened to luke combs he came out on stage ready to go and just came up to the microphone and just goes listen guys like and like he was fighting tears like the entire time he's like listen guys my voice is thrashed I'm not gonna be able to do anywhere near the show that I normally do or that you guys paid for so uh what we're gonna do is I'm gonna give you a full refund and like all the crowd's like oh like no he's canceling the show and then he pauses for a second and he's pretty much just like but we're still doing the show. He's like, I just need you guys to help sing along with me because my voice is shot. So he gave full refund and still did the show. And I feel like he could have done that. Because I mean, with Morgan Wallen being more on a uh pop country side like I've, I've watched a few clips from his concerts like he's definitely singing over a backtrack the saying, entire did you time lip sync that so you could come, come out on. and be like listen my voice is thrashed i'm gonna be relying on the backtrack a lot but i'm still gonna come out and give you guys a performance that just he makes could've... me
4: think even more that he was just shit face exactly
7: yeah. yeah i mean if he was shit like if it comes out like yeah obviously he was shit faced. then yeah yeah give him all their money
5: back yeah yeah but
7: Luke Combs also did that just because he's strictly a better artist than Morgan Wallen. Yeah. I, I will
5: say I was never a big Luke Combs fan, but it seems like in the past like two months, I keep getting these like videos and stories of him doing like really cool things for fans of like seeing like two 10 year olds in the front row that have a sign saying like, we cut grass all summer to get our tickets to come here and he like walks up and was like how much did you pay for your tickets and like the two kids were like a hundred dollars he was like a hundred dollars each and they're like yeah and he just reaches in his pocket and goes here there you go i'll come back later and give you some signed uh some some signed shirts and shit too why does he carry that much cash on stage actually it's funny he only had 140 and he was like i'll get i'll get you the the rest of the money later Yeah. (laughs) yeah All right. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. Thanks for joining us. Uh, For everyone here that joined us and for my co-host, Daniel, we're going to say goodbye. Uh, If there's ever any news stories that you want us to cover, please email us at EGBDFpod at gmail.com. If you want to connect with us on the socials, you can do so at EGBDFpod at Facebook and Twitter. And every good boy does fine on Instagram. So until next time, listen to something fun today.